0: Hello everybody and welcome to McKay's Music Corner, a musical discussion podcast that and it starts... starts right now. and welcome back to mckay's music corner a music discussion podcast this week i am really excited because today's episode is going to be all about the new Muna record moona and i've been looking forward to this album for so long and i honestly think it must be my most anticipated album of this year in today's episode i'm going to be talking all about the new Muna album talking about my top three favorite songs, and the album as a whole, and seeing where it ranks among the other MUNA records. So without further ado, let us talk about MUNA's new third album, MUNA. So MUNA, self-titled album, released on June 24th, 2022, and has a total of 11 tracks. And this is MUNA's first release under the independent music label Satisfactory Records, and that was founded by Phoebe Bridgers. So I've had the chance to listen to this album multiple times through now, and I am not disappointed. In fact, I am undisappointed. I am very happy, very satisfied with this new album. Every song is really good. The singles for this album were all amazing. There's so much energy, there's so much happiness and optimism, and I think that's probably gonna be the biggest difference between this MUNA record and previous MUNA records. There's definitely a lot more happiness, more optimism, more hope on this record than previous ones. But for me, I think that is a really good thing. I'm not personally offended when artists go from sad to happy or happy to sad. Because ultimately, what it comes down to is what is the artist feeling? Are they being genuine? And are they growing as a person and as a band? And for me, I believe that Muna has done that. I feel like the band has definitely grown a lot. And you can really see it in the songwriting and the lyricism and the different instruments that are on this album. And yeah, I just, I love it to pieces. I already have the CD, three copies of the vinyl with a fourth one on the way hopefully with a signed poster and I've just been really excited since the release of this record and I'm just gonna ride this high as long as it'll take me, you know, as long as it will go and I'm really looking forward to seeing them again in concert in October of this year. I really look forward to hearing all these new songs that have released live in concert There are definitely a lot of new songs that are on their discography now that they can perform live. So I really look forward to that. But yeah, the most obvious change, most obvious difference between Muna's records, has gotta be that this one is a lot brighter. And I mean that in terms of how it sounds, and also some of the themes and emotions that appear throughout this record. But you know, the band, all three of them are aware of this change. They're aware that they are a bit more happy. But honestly, that's what makes this stand out. So let me talk about some of the songs I really love on this record. Obviously, I'm a fan of all 11 tracks. Each one is great and offers something different on this album. It feels cohesive from start to finish. Opening up with Silk Chiffon, the awesome hit that came out a while back, featuring Phoebe Bridgers, and then ending on Shooting Star, which is a lovely closing track. And yeah, the songs in between are also really good. And the one I want to talk about first is called What I Want. And this was actually the last single for their album, or at least the latest single. And it released alongside a music video that dropped the night of the release. And what stands out to me most about this song is that it is not a song that I can listen to sitting down. It simply cannot be done. I have to dance, I have to move and jive and get around and swing my fists and do all sorts of silly crazy things. And that is definitely the energy that appears on this track. The track has this energy and this confidence. They went out to make a really good dance song. I mean I don't go to any clubs but I can totally see this in a quote unquote gay bar as they sing in the chorus. I just love it. It's so catchy and upbeat and fun. So let me get into some of the specifics of it. Here's a lyric that I really like from the song, and I kind of connect with it in a lot of ways. The lyric says, I spent way too many years not knowing what I wanted, how to get it, how to live it, and now I'm going to make up for it all at once, because that's just what I want. So for me personally, the song is about experiencing life, being yourself, being authentic, and having that confidence and trying to enjoy every second of it. And there's almost this element of almost losing yourself to hedonism, not going quite that drastic, but, you know, just you know, like what Miss Frizzle says, get messy, make mistakes, have fun with it. She says something like that. And I, this has Miss Frizzle energy, this song honestly it just makes me so joyful this song and this album for a lot of years i i wasn't sure who i was wasn't sure of my identity i felt kind of kept away but in recent years you know i've been able to find myself more connect with music and with finding the person i love and finding out things about myself that i didn't know before and so it's just it's very empowering song and, th- you know, this band's always been empowering to me, and that's, that's really why I love them so much. Just so many so many tracks and sounds that really speak to me. And so even though this is a more fun one, more dancey one, I don't think it loses any sort of meaning. It's very meaningful, but definitely, definitely the funnest track that appears on this record. The next song I want to talk about is called Loose Garment. And this is the second-to-last track on the album. And I think that this is a really strong track. What stands out to me about this one is the vocals and lyrics on this song are just so beautiful. There's this high and soft singing done by Katie Gavin, the vocalist. And there's like this profound sadness throughout it. But at the same time, the song's all about owning your emotions, letting yourself feel them, draping it around you like a loose garment and letting it flow. And that's what it says in the chorus, which is one of the favorite lyrics. Used to wear my sadness like a choker, yet yeah, had me by the throat. Tonight I feel I'm draped in it like a loose garment. I just let it flow. So for me, that chorus is all about, instead of letting the sadness kind of wrap around your throat, choke you, not letting you have time to breathe, it's all about just embracing it. You can be sad. You can cry. You can have these feelings, and you can sit with them, and you can grow with it. And I think it's it's another really great self-love song, self-appreciation. And yeah, the, just the sounds throughout this song are really good, how it builds and how pretty it is with the strings. There's like the string instrumentation. But yeah, Katie's vocals just are so vulnerable here. And so I don't know if I can think of another song that kind of resembles that same type of highness, that softness as well, but just really big fan of this song. I think my favorite all-time lyric of this song is, took myself out to dinner and cried about you on the way home. And that, once again, goes with that self-love, that self-appreciation. I mean, it sounds like in that lyric, she's obviously dining alone, dinner for one, but you know, treating yourself, Allowing yourself to enjoy the simple things and then sitting with your emotions whenever they come. Yeah, it's just a really beautiful track. One of my favorites off this album. Really love it. The last track I want to talk about is titled, Runner's High. And before I get into this, I want to say it is very difficult not to go track by track and just gush about how much I love each of these songs and all the different ways they inspire me, the ways I connect with them. But if I did that, it'd be multiple hours of a podcast. So I'm trying to do the highlights. It's obvious I love this album. Let's do the highlights, the top three songs I enjoy. And I'm also trying to lean away from the songs I've covered on past episodes. So even if there are songs I enjoy more than these three, if I've covered them already, I'm not gonna talk about them right now. You can go check out those previous episodes. I'll make mention of them again once I finish this. So Runner's High is probably my highlight of the album. It's the track that really stood out to me. I love the dynamic of it, the progression with the sound. It paints an atmosphere with the electronic sounds of it. Before exploding into this, I don't know how to describe it other than a drop, I guess. It has this beat drop that happens after the chorus that is, it really hypes me up and I think it's gonna be a very high-energy moment in the concert, so I really hope to hear Runners High when they come here in October. Let me show you what that sound sounds like. So this is what happens after the chorus, and it's really cool. So it does that four times, and it's really cool, before starting up the next verse and giving it to you all over again. It's just really amazing. But let's talk about the song itself, the themes of it, the lyrics. This song is a key example of the beautiful symbolism and lyricism of Katie Gavin and the band Muna. In this song, in the chorus, it says, I've been feeling all right, moving fast so you can't cross my mind sometimes i wonder if i'm on a runner's high and i just think that's really beautiful symbolism comparing maybe escaping or running away from a relationship or from a person or from a situation and ever since you've been on this this high you've been feeling better than ever and just going with that it's really inspiring to hear these happier aspects of the band they sing a lot about past lovers and relationships and situations that made them feel hopeless and scared, but it's really great to hear them coming away from that in a positive light, and there are tons of tracks just like this throughout the album where things are kind of spinning positive, things are feeling more hopeful, like I said, and Runner's High is definitely the key example of that. And I'm just such a big fan of it. I really like the different symbolism that appears throughout the album and throughout Muna's discography. And I think if you're a fan of either of the other two albums, you'll definitely like this one. You'll definitely find something, at least. But for me, this new Muna album really hit the mark and exceeded my expectations. So many great songs. Anything But Me is another inspiring track that I talked about on a previous episode titled Anything But Me. Silk Chiffon is a beautiful, happy love song. Queer love song, in fact. And that starts off the album in a right way. And even though there's a lot of happiness and optimism I'm talking about on these tracks, there are still those moments of sadness, and those can be found on tracks like Home By Now. The singer contemplates in this song, maybe that last relationship was the right one. Maybe i have just holding people to too high of a standard. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe that would have been, quote unquote, the one relationship, and maybe I've messed it all up and I could have had that happy fairy tale ending. And so lots of sad moments like that sprinkled throughout the album. Oh gosh, I can't stop talking about it. I love it. <laughs> so, where does this album rank with their other two records? So, we've got About You, released in 2017, that's their first album. Saves the World, their second album, released in 2019. And now their third album. MUNA, self-titled. So for me, I think my current ranking with the MUNA records, and after giving it much thought and listening to this new album multiple times, my number one spot has to go to Saves the World. I just, that album meant so much to me when it came out and really changed me. (laughs) It really changed me emotionally and really helped me during that time. Number two would have to be their first album about you. There's just that nostalgia there when I first discovered them. And also those really empowering tracks like Loudspeaker, So Special, I Know a Place, Crying on the Bathroom Floor. Oh my gosh, I'm just gonna list all the tracks off that record. Oh boy. And then in third place, I would put Muna self-titled, but it's it's not even like it's not even like a bronze medal or anything. It's just like, it's, I, it almost feels like I'm bullying this new album. But it's so good. This new album is so good. It's just rank-wise for me, that's where it stands. And it could definitely fluctuate in the future. But all three albums are 10 out of 10 in terms of star ratings. 10 out of 10 stars. I'm really happy that Muna as a band is growing and trying new things. And just hitting the mark every time. Just absolutely nailing it. So huge shout out to the band members, Katie Gavin, Josette Maskin, and Naomi McPherson. And I apologize if I pronounced any of that incorrectly. But it's thanks to all three of them for these three amazing albums in my life. And for this newest one, Muna Self-Titled. This new record has definitely been a ray of sunshine that has been absolutely needed for this year for me. So thank you so much. I look forward to the concert... In October on their new tour I'm really looking forward to that hope to hear all the songs I've talked about today on that concert as well as hear some hidden gems and other songs from their previous two records that I haven't yet heard live so that'll be really exciting to see and yeah thank you all so much for listening I hope you enjoyed my rambling and my my squealing like a little girl but you know it's just been a happy happy time and i really wanted to talk about this album and i'm so glad that i did remember you can follow me on social media i have an instagram account mckay's music corner please give that a follow you can see some cute little posts be notified of new episodes and behind the scenes and you can also contact me on there recommend some new music tell me about some music news if you want and also i'm planning on doing an upcoming question and answer episode So please leave me any music question you'd like, on a comment, or in a personal message, and I'll be sure to include it in an upcoming Q&A episode. You can also find me on Reddit. I have a subreddit, r slash mckaysmusiccorner. There will be discussion threads posted there, as well as some of my other thoughts on the album. We'll see how that goes, but at least the option is there. And yeah, if you're a fan of MUNA or you're a fan of what I've talked about today, I would highly recommend Pale Waves, the band, as well as their first album, My Mind Makes Noises. That album for me has a lot of the same kind of vibes as early MUNA, with the darker pop and the queerness and lots of fun love songs. And yeah, just a fantastic album by a fantastic band. And remember, all of these songs will be featured on my Spotify playlists, linked in the episode description. All right, well, thank you all so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. I'll be sure to talk about Muna again in future episodes. But for now, this is McKay's Music Corner, signing off.